Good morning and welcome to my 25 minute podcast. So today we're not going to have a guest. We're actually just going to focus on, I guess, a key theme that I'm seeing or maybe a big challenge that I'm seeing emerging in the marketplace, which is lead generation and lead conversion. You know, because the game of lead conversion is really the game of, first of all, you need to get leads and then you need to convert them. But I find so many people focus on lead generation all the time and just don't, I guess, give enough effort to the lead conversion. And, you know, there's different ways for us all to get leads, right? We can get paid Facebook ads. We could do it through farming into our niche. It could be direct mail into different geographic areas. It could be through your affiliates. It could be through your sphere of influence. Um, maybe you're using niche magazines. Maybe you're using niche websites. Um, but, you know, the big challenge I'm finding is that people are trying to, you know, either sprinkle their lead generation through too many different areas or they're all doing the same thing. And I know many agents right now are pretty focused on um, agent locator leads or one of those conglomerators that gets the leads. And, you know, it's, it's a great process if that's what your niche is. If you're really good over the long term nurturing leads, then it is a great platform for you to operate. See, most people forget this thing called the 1585 rule, which says any lead that comes into you from any source, only 15% of them are willing and able to do business over the next 90 days, while 85% of them um, won't be doing anything for probably four months up to 18 months. The challenge is most agents always focus on the short, fast, lead and then if they don't do anything in the first day or two or first week or two like they just dump them off and that's a big problem because if you actually look at the teams that are building their business on a niche focus of internet leads they've got a completely different system than the one that you're following you might want to get back to them within 10 minutes which is sometimes impossible especially if you're presenting an offer or showing a property but what you're competing against are teams that actually have three or four inside salespeople, either based in that city or they're based overseas. And their job is to take the lead in and just test to see if it is a really fast lead right now, like a really hot lead. Is it a warm lead or if it's a cold lead? And then based on that, they have three separate programs. The fast lead gets this, the, the warm lead gets that. And the cold lead gets nurtured over a long period of time. So what they've done is they've kind of like made a science out of the conversion of it. And what they've really said is every lead needs to be converted differently. You know, if someone shows up or calls and says, I've got to buy a house this weekend, that's a totally different conversion than someone who says, hey, can you let me know about that property? I'm thinking about buying a home. You know, they could be three months, six months, 12 months, or 18 months out. So I really think that the key to lead conversion is, first of all, um, following the 80-20 rule, which is the Pareto principle that says, you know, 20% of your um, leads have like a 80% um, probability of actually doing something in the next short term. I mean, I know I talked about 1585 earlier, but even within that 15% of the leads, 
20% of them will have to do something really quickly and the other 80% won't do anything maybe for 90 days. So remember, like it's, it's very hard in real estate to ride two horses at the same time. I'm on the lead generation um, horse and I'm also on the lead conversion horse. They're very difficult um, because they're really two separate skills, right? One is more lead generation is either going to be prospecting based where you're actually doing the calls or targeting or it's going to be marketing based when you're actually sending out or doing Facebook ads and then you're expecting people to um, call you in. So I would just rather say, I guess my whole point is, is that when you want to, if you want to dominate a niche market, the whole goal is to focus most of your time on the conversion side and very little on the lead generation side. And I think well, that's one of the great gifts that a niche market will give you because when, as you start building your tribe of people, because not only have you decided I'm going to go into one market, you know, maybe only five or 10% of the time and you keep doing what you're doing. But what you're going to find is as you go into that market, you start finding the internal fears and struggles and worries and pains of that community. And then as you start to master what their problem is, like what's keeping them awake at night, what their real big um, issue is, then your conversion strategy becomes one of just directing all of your marketing towards their biggest pains. So if it's um, someone who is going through a divorce, what they really need right now is information. They're in the information gathering stage, you know, this big shock has just hit their system. They're bewildered. They have no idea what they're going to do. And they don't, you know, while they might need to sell the matrimonial home, they don't need you to technically come over and just say, okay, we're going to sell the home. Let's get it. We're going to part our separate ways. There's so much, you know, fear and pain, everything going on in the background that if you could start producing more targeted marketing pieces towards them, like, you know, here's the 12 secrets um, to make your divorce as easy as possible. More information based that really goes right to their fear. You know, oh, you just got divorced. Do you, you know, do you think you're going to survive? And you can write a little article about that. And then you can also target that right through Facebook ads. I mean, Facebook targeting is really where the public is right now. And that's why it's becoming such a great resource. But it's really hard for you to go on Facebook and go, hi, thinking about buying or selling, because not only is your market too big and it's too expensive to go after, but it's a message that people are going, I don't really, like, you're not even talking to me. You're just doing that broad shotgun approach. Hey, you thinking about buying or selling and expecting me to kind of fit into your marketing. Where I really think the future of real estate is niche agents going really deep into one area and then positioning themselves as the expert in that field. And when you get expert positioning, then the field starts to run towards you and you don't have to run after a field anymore. You know, at some of my seminars, and I, by the way, I have one coming up on June 19th, 20th in Toronto, if you want to attend, it's, uh, you can spend two days for me. It's really great price of $299 and you can just go to, uh, glennmcqueenie.com to find out more information or go to Eventbrite and put in the McQueenie method. But what, I'm, what I used to talk about at my seminars was agents getting out of a thing called the commodity trap. And, you know, the commodity trap 
I used to describe all the time as you're trying to be everything to everybody and you're not being nothing to nobody. But, you know, I've been thinking about this and I don't think my target market of agents who need great coaching and training are lying awake going, I'm a commodity. I think most of you uh, listeners out there today are sitting around going, am I going to be in this business in five years? Am I going to be around in three years? Am I going to be around and be able to provide the financial security and prosperity and wealth building opportunity for my family? And I'm telling you that you will if you go and into a niche market and start adding maximum amounts of value to the consumer. You know, we just went through, and I'm recording this in Toronto today, but we just went through a really busy up market where basically anybody who just got their license could put a sign on the lawn. If they got even close to the, you know, what they thought the price was, the market, you know, they'd get 5, 10, 15, 20 offers. They'd get three or 400,000 or a million or whatever it was over the asking price, and they look like a hero to their consumer. Well, that's not the real real estate market. The real real estate market is actually one where we go through dips when we're in a buyer market for a while and which is i think we're entering this in toronto right now and i think it's starting to spread throughout the gta and the rest of um, southern ontario for sure where we just have so many listings coming onto the market right now and a lot of the buyers are sitting back there going hmm i'm not sure what i'm going to do well that's a completely different skilled market that you need in order to be able to convert your lead of a buyer you know, what are the scripts and the language and the skills that you need in order to get that buyer to go, oh, I'm just going to wait because I think prices are still falling, to actually go into action today and realize that today is actually the lucky buyer market and it's the unlucky seller market. You know, I always find it so interesting that we just went through, especially in, in the GTA here in Toronto, we went through, especially the last three months from January to the end of March, we went through a lucky seller, unlucky buyer market, where buyers, the unlucky buyer was the one who paid way too much for the property. And I just think it's so interesting right now that most agents who I'm talking to right now have no idea how to adjust and move into this marketplace and focus on the conversion of the new reality of the market. See, the market doesn't care what you think about it. It just is what the market is. And this is really your skill set. This is where the higher skills that are required in order to get the listing priced properly in order for you to get into the market. You know, if you imagine there's like an access, you know, like if you remember those X, Y axis graphs and you see people draw them all the time. And usually on the on the vertical one, um, that's the, the X axis, they'll put something like price. And then on the um, horizontal one, the Y axis, they'll put time. Well, I want you just to change that because what's really happening in this marketplace, which you have to understand on the conversion part, is the only thing that matters for a seller right now is their price, and that would be on the kind of x-axis, the vertical axis. It's their price versus comparables on the market. And on the y-axis, the only thing that matters is their price versus the condition of all the other competition on the market. And if you're priced right against the comparables and your condition is great against the rest of the market, you're in the market and you will sell. But this requires you to know this stuff and learn it in order to be able to draw these graphs out to your sellers and say, okay, here's how it works. 
Because if you're just median priced in a market and you're medium condition and your people don't want to stage their house or do anything, then they're effectively really in no man's land right now, which is why you're seeing so many listings just linger in the marketplace. And of course, if your price is so out of whack to the market and your condition is terrible to the market, then what you're in what we call no man's land. So I know I'm rambling a bit, but I think it's important now that it's not just about getting leads and servicing those leads. It's about getting into the conversion mindset of what does the consumer really need right now and how can I bring my skills into that marketplace, you know, because, you know, in real estate, if you think about it, you don't get wealthy solving problems in real estate. You kind of get wealthy by exploiting the opportunities of the niche marketplace right now. You know, you can solve some short-term problems, some short-term objections, but if you really want to build a great real estate practice, you have to exploit the opportunity that's presented to you in this market right now. And the opportunity is to go really deep into a niche and kind of like just separate yourself from the rest of the realtors. That's the biggest opportunity because there's, you know, when we talk about lead generation, there's really three words that gets, you know, um, I guess bantered around a lot. One is selling, which I think selling is just influence. Um, if you have influence over people, it's they just kind of buy. And if you have no influence, then you really have to sell them. Number two is marketing. And marketing is really just storytelling. It's kind of selling in advance using <clears throat> applied psychology and your emotional intelligence. And I guess that's what I'm talking about today is when we know the psychology of who our target market is, it's really easy for us to construct a program that's going to answer their selfish needs. And the third is advertising. And people use this around, they, they banter, you know, selling, marketing, advertising, prospecting all around, sometimes even as the same word. But to me, advertising is just your salesmanship multiplied. So you could do a one-on-one -on -one meeting with um, women who, is, who are focused on building their own wealth, or you can actually have a seminar of 20 people in the room and say the exact same message and multiply your results exponentially, you know. And I guess... One of the final factors before we wrap up that I want to talk about is <clears throat> there's a difference between attachment and commitment in real estate. And I'm just going to ask you to really think about this concept. You must be unattached to whatever can happen. I'll say that again. You must be unattached to whatever can happen. Because whenever you're attached to something, bad things happen. If you're attached to that, I really need a deal this weekend, I'll guarantee you, and I don't know why it works, the deal will fall apart. The people will back out. If you're attached to that listing that, that was promised to you on Tuesday, and then they called you and said their neighbor buy it, buys it, but your whole year or spring was based on attachment to that listing, then bad things are going to happen to you. It's just kind of the way it is. You know, the more scared you are of this market, the more you're going to start looking at options to run away from it. Um, just kind of like, I guess, in a weird way, a divorce, right? The more scared people are of the future of their marriage, the more they actually spend more time on the options of getting out of it. So this is a market not to be um, scared of. I think that the focus and the positive focus I would tell you is 
What if you were to make the next six months the most happiest time that you've ever had in this real estate business? What if you said the market is what the market is? Where's my gaps on my education and my learning right now? What are the resources that I could utilize in order to make sure that I get the best return on my investment of time in real estate? And I know I'm a lone wolf here, and I'm glad you keep listening to these podcasts, but the more I research this, the more I travel, the more I train training and seminars. You know, I was in Los Angeles last week getting trained. The week before, I was in Phoenix, Arizona at Genius Network. The more I realize that my truth is becoming a reality, is that in every industry, in every business, in every service industry, that it is starting to go binary. It is, there's going to be a whole bunch of agents who make nothing, and there's a whole bunch of other agents who make tons of money. They're getting their unfair share, while other agents are struggling to get even one deal, or two deals, or three deals a year. And I know the stats in the Toronto Real Estate Board prove my point. So, I guess the biggest focus that I can give you right now is what can you do, what training can you get, what resources do you need in order to be able to bring who you are and your natural strengths to a target market of people that you really want to serve. And then what kind of like technology or unique process can you create in order to target those individuals and get the, you know, and really discover what their needs are and then what's the platform in order for you to interact with them? You know, is it doing a monthly seminar? Is it doing lunches and lunch and learns? Is it doing a blog? Is it doing podcasts? Is it Facebook marketing? Is it, you know, really targeted marketing? What's your platform that you can commit to doing in order to get inside your tribe? Because once you get inside your tribe, your tribe will fall in love with you. And then they start sharing your message with other tribal members. And then the beauty is you start to create this almost, um, it's like a fan club. Like you actually become the celebrity in your tribe because you're the person who has the answers to all their selfish questions. So I really hope you've enjoyed this um, podcast today. I didn't really want to kind of bring on a guest this week because I wanted to talk just, I guess, from my heart uh, directly to you and just say, you know, things are going to be okay. The market is what the market is. You have to move to the market. You can't be attached what can what can happen to you. The only thing you can really be instead of being attached is just be committed. And being committed, it's going to take a little bit of courage. You know, when you make a commitment that I'm going to do this over the next 90 days, then the first step to get through your commitment is just to take the courage that's required to go and do it. And as you're learning this new marketplace and you're being courageous and exploring, you get to learn these wonderful capabilities and you get the inner wisdom, the inner truths, the the insights of that market. And the more you gain your capabilities, then you just become more confident um, explaining what you do to other people. It's no different than if you ever learned, you all probably learned to drive a car at some point and you made a commitment to get your license. It took a bunch of courage for you to get behind that wheel. And then you were probably not a very good driver, but you were learning your capabilities until you could actually get your license. And then since then, you're a very confident driver. You don't even worry about it. 
but it all started with you making the commitment to go, you know, and do something that was of high value to you. So I hope this helps. Um, you know, I'll plug again my uh, two-day seminar uh, coming up on June 19th and 20th in Toronto. Um, would love for you to uh, be there. Would love to meet you there. Um, and for $2.99 for two days, and you get to learn what your natural strengths are, what your niche market is, and you leave with a 12-month blueprint, I think it's a really great winning formula for you. So I'm Glenn McQueenie. Make it a great week. Bye.